<laughs> Amen. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. What an incredible gift it is to share this holy night with you amid such beauty among God's beloved people. Whether you're here every week or every once in a while or here for the first time today, please know that you are warmly welcome. And I pray that this will be for you a time set aside to be still, to rejoice, to gaze with wonder at the scene about to unfold. I found in my life that wonder requires practice, something my family and I took upon ourselves a couple of years back, camping out on the dirt, I recommend it highly, in Death Valley, California. Out there when the last RV generator, praise God, is turned off and the flashlights put away, the valley is one of those rare places that is truly dark dark enough to see the multitude of stars that fill our night sky. As we lay there through the night with nothing above us but what seemed like thousands upon thousands of stars, I couldn't help but be taken up by the beauty of it all. That out there, millions of miles away, light was on the move, making its way to us. It's a biblical kind of message, isn't it? Out of the great darkness comes the light, moving toward us across the universe. Yet it doesn't seem that way when you look up at it. As is often the case, the appearance of things is different from what lies behind the scenes. So too, at first look, the stage set this Christmas Eve can look a little still, Perhaps if you've done this a couple of times before, even stayed. We see the players take their places, Mary and Joseph, the visiting shepherds, perhaps some cattle and sheep, and that miracle baby, infant Jesus, who never ever cries, lying quietly, wrapped in bands of cloth. The story appears to us in stillness, as a silent night, a scene locked in perpetual heavenly rest. Yet that is not the story behind the scenes, behind the story. For the scene that you and I gather at the edge of this Christmas Eve is anything but still or stayed. Linger long enough, allow your gaze to remain fixed upon the scene, and you will see something cosmic unfolding in that child in the manger. Light come into the world, reaching across the universe right here to you and I on this holy night. It's an audacious and extraordinary claim that the creator of the universe itself would come in the form of a helpless babe, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of everything, born as this fragile child, come into the world for you.
Yet this nativity scene which we've carved in wood and set on shelves and side tables or perhaps blown up only to pin down and keep in place in our front yards is not about staying still. It's about movement. A point the Gospel of Luke, which we hear from this evening, writes large on practically every page. Just get back a few pages and we find the events before Jesus' birth and the movement of God into human lives, preparing them for the coming of Jesus. There's Elizabeth, Mary's cousin, seemingly unable to bear a child, yet gifted a son, John the Baptist, by God's Spirit who as an adult will go out into the wilderness and proclaim the coming of God's light to the people of Judea. There's John's father, Zechariah, made mute by that same spirit until his heart opens and his lips move to declare at the birth of his son that the God of Israel has come to his people to set them free. And then, of course, there's Mary and Joseph themselves in motion from Nazareth to Bethlehem, where Jesus will make his own movement to birth, received thereafter by shepherds who leave their fields, following the promise of the angels who themselves left the heavens to tell them of Christ's birth. Movement everywhere. A heavenly outbreak of the Holy Spirit. This is the Christmas message, that God is on the move. Coming as this fragile babe in a manger, light propelled across the cosmos to meet us here as Christ the Lord. Yet the beauty of all of this divine activity is that it is not merely a story about God. It is a story about you and me too. And it begins with us finding our place at the manger, experiencing what it feels like to be present to the scene before us. But the truth is that we need places like this one in our lives. We need people like the one sitting next to you right now to gift us a moment to take stock and ask what it is that we will do with our one beloved and precious life. This time with these people is prepared for you as a resting place for the human soul. As you are invited to share this meal, this tiny morsel of bread, this smallest sip of wine, you are beckoned to find your whole self filled. Here, you are invited to find yourself again. Yet to find ourselves, we must first learn to become still, such that we might see that story that lies behind the story, the truth behind the version of events we tell ourselves about how our lives are. And that stillness that gives us a place to be that we might see the world as God sees it. For tonight is a night for us to ponder the darkness as well as the light, for us to grieve what God grieves, those parts of God's world where the darkness is most dense. And so we stop and gaze at the scene we see from where we are sitting, where we are living in order to act, 
to move as God has moved to us in Christ Jesus. For there is no holier moment to ask as light prepares to penetrate the cloak of night. Which places in God's world are places where your heart can no longer bear to see them as they are? Only you will know where your heart calls you most of all. Perhaps to the millions of children who live in unending cycles of poverty. Or to the men and women who will sleep tonight not in warm beds, but out on our city streets. Might it be that your heart longs for the tens of thousands who linger in our jails and prisons, or for those who exist in isolation, or who are lost to addiction, or crippled by untreated illness and pain. Light is made for movement, as indeed are you and I, made to bear witness through our lives that God indeed has come to us to set us all free. So, dear saints of God, gaze at the scene before you. Raise your sights toward the heavens and see the light that casts away the powers of darkness. This is God's story, and it is your story, too. Let us hear the call to enter in, not as spectators, but as the actors of love's next scene. So go now with the shepherds, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing that has come to pass. God from God. Light from light eternal, stretching across the cosmos for you. <laughs>